What up, everyone? <laughs> it's your girl and all fine girl, no pimples. How you doing today? Welcome to Dear Former In-Laws. I am your host, Enor Georgette Inwick. How are you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. I really do make a big deal behind the scenes of the fact that I miss making videos. I really will get back to that. I hope you're going okay. Is everyone doing okay? It's been a long time, but listen, like I say all day, every day, you're going to have to shout me out for being consistent. That's what I'm talking about. Today's video, ladies and gentlemen, is sponsored by my latest book. Okay, I don't know where the drum rolls are going to come from, but please go to Instagram or go to my website, nlinweg.com. And find out if you are in need, and you should be, of my new book called I Am More Than My Accent, celebrating the differences that make us unique. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I am so excited, you guys. This book has been a long time in the making. This book is amazing. It's a book that teaches self-advocacy for those situations. If, if you're a first-generation person, you know those times that people made fun of the way you spoke. Or if you have a type of speech impediment, which I have had, thank goodness for my parents who did a good job of putting me in speech therapy. And I'm constantly working on myself as a speaker. And a big part of what I do is helping others with self-expression. You guys, I am beyond excited that... This book is out. Please go to Amazon and purchase your copy and purchase one for a friend and a friend. And if you buy one, please tag me on Instagram. I am more than my accent available in, on Amazon.com and soon to be on my website. But if you go to my website, click on something. See if you need any of the services that I offer. It will do your soul good. Anyway, back to this podcast. You guys, I don't know what's going on with my voice. It's not quite awake, but it doesn't take away from the message, okay? It doesn't take away from what must be said. So yesterday, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and she was having a horrible experience at work. And one thing about me, I will talk about experiences at work because I have had the worst experiences in the past several years. In this present time, I work at a place that I actually enjoy. I love the people I work with. I'm in a space of empowerment. I, like we click, I love it. I love the people I work for. I love the people I work with. And a lot of people are not able to say that. And you have to decide that how you feel in one place, good or bad, may not be how you feel in the next place. But you have to be able to read the room. You also have to be self-aware. What are we talking about in today's podcast? We're talking about the fact that, what should we call this podcast? Sometimes, sometimes your coworkers, okay? Sometimes they are not your friends, okay? They're not your friends. And you need to understand that. You also need to understand who you are in each space that you move. Why are your coworkers not your friends? Because sometimes these motherfuckers don't like you. And I feel like that was something my friend did not understand. They pretend to be nice, some of these people, to take advantage of others. I have worked with someone. I've worked, all of us have worked with someone who's been a total bitch. Right? Remember when I worked at the culinary place? 
where the woman just woke up and decided to alienate all the black people, particularly aiming her belligerence towards me until she was let go. But a lot of people saw who she was and didn't speak up. If you saw your friends suffering to the degree that I was suffering, meaning this lady would come to me, point her fingers in my face. Y'all know this, this could never be me today. Right. But I was going through a really rough time in my life. And I really thought that I needed to keep this job because I had no one to save me. And I thought that it would look good if I had this job. I didn't realize that death was a better option than where I was. That's how I felt. But she would point her fingers at me and the colleagues would come behind the scenes and say, why is she talking to you that way? Why are you being treated that way? But when I w- when I approached one of them, I said, if I go to report this situation to the head honcho, would you say that you saw what you saw? And the one guy said, no. No. I believe that a friend wouldn't do that. And I don't think that I make that guy wrong for not doing that because he had his own brand of low self-esteem. He had his own concerns. The very thing that didn't make me move made him not be able to move. But that shows me that they're coworkers and not friends. And, and this is the type of thing I'm trying to point example to, not making them wrong, particularly because in that same space, let's be clear, a young man by the name of Michael was so courageous and he spoke up for me and supported my journey. But a friend wouldn't do that. And they're allowed to be that way because they are what? Coworkers. Sometimes you have coworkers that may exploit you as a person. You do all the hard work and they take your credit. They don't say anything about it. They don't say how they got the idea from you. You you think that's your friend? You out here looking like Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> Be clear. Sometimes you're not, you miss, what's the word I'm looking for? You mistake the space that you're working for, for being a place that your friends thrive. That you spend eight hours, 10 hours, 15 hours with people does not make them your friend. But what happens in those spaces is that your guards come down and you get comfortable. It happens to the best of us. I normally don't share who I am in my core when I work with people. But lately, I found myself just being comfortable with the people that I work with. And sometimes I'm like, damn, I just like these people because I'm just out here just being myself. But some of you cannot afford to do that. And you need to understand that there are some places that no matter how you show kindness, no matter how amazing you are, no matter how sacrificial lamb you choose to be, you will be treated poorly. And when you see that, you need to level up your emotional self-esteem game. I remember an instant where I thought that a person was treating me so poorly because I offended them because I did something. Which, by the way, the level of, of, of unkindness that you give to someone is not a function of how they've done you wrong. It's your ugliness in many instances. If you're finding yourself being rude to someone at work, unkind, belligerent, and they've done nothing to you, or you've not even done, any, you've not made any attempt to coach them through that thing, you're just a bitch. Own that shit, right? Just own it. I remember a time that I was begging someone to please forgive me for something that I did that I, I thought maybe it was just so unforgivable. I literally uttered the words, give me grace. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. This person, the more I was asking for forgiveness, because I just wanted to get along. Like, yo, I was basically kissing their ass. The more I did that, 
the more unkind and ugly they got. And you got to recognize friends don't do that. How many times in your workplace do you find yourself in this position? If your colleagues are making it clear that you're not their person, then just own it. And let me tell you something. A lot of times people say things like, don't gossip. Let me keep quiet. Everybody gossips. Everybody gossips, right? You just have to know what side of the gossip fence you're on, okay? Because when you find yourself being alienated, where people are collaborating together to treat you poorly, you have to understand. And I see this in all spaces, whether you're in a place where you think you fit in, a place where you think everyone works with you, they are talking about you and they are talking about each other, okay? You just have to decide what part of the fence you are on. When you get personal with a coworker, you don't know what their motives are. They will invariably take the chat, they will invariably take the, the, the gossip, they will invariably, invariably take the personal thing that you have shared with them into another space. Those are not your friends. You'll be surprised when everyone in the office knows about your personal stuff. You'll be surprised. You know, this type of thing doesn't ultimately concern someone like me because I think that I will be in a position where I'm always in a position where some part of my life is public. Post-divorce, I've done a good job of posting it and writing books that are quite personal. So this might not be a thing for me, although sometimes I'm like, damn, I want my privacy in some area. But, you know, that's not always the case. But people don't always gossip about you because you're doing bad things. Sometimes they gossip about you because they're saying, oh, this person is a good person that are giving you accolades, right? But this, either way, when you, when you reveal anything to colleagues, just know that it's likely that it's going to go to your boss because it's not just your boss, your boss, another coworker, the person that you may not even be getting along with, they're going to take it there. The reason why people do that too is they also want to look good. Sometimes people talk about you and share things with you because they want to be the one to tell the boss because (laughs) the worst type of people in a workplace are the ones who are so kissing ass to the boss and want the boss to see them in a certain light and they rush to go share something so that the boss can know, hey, look at what I found out. Look, this shows me or this particularly act, this act of whatever the word I'm looking for is, shows the boss that I'm loyal to them. Your boss is not stupid. They see what you're doing. So here you are leaning in to be friends with someone who is more loyal to your boss and you're telling them all your stuff. It's going from where you are to where that boss is. Whatever that private thing that you think you're doing, there is a chat for it. Whatever thing that you think you're talking about in private, Most people are not that loyal. The average person who is complaining bitterly about work in any aspect of their job is going to betray another person on their job. This is the ultimate ultimate act of misery loves company. Be careful. They're not your friends. What are some signs that you might see and co-workers so that you know, bitch, that they're not your friends. They avoid working with you. They don't want to talk to you. They undermine you. There's something that they need to do with you and for you that will help your work be successful. 
and they blatantly refuse while pretending to do so. I've experienced that on so many levels. This is when they pretend as though, hey, I'm working on that project with you, but they're not. They don't tell the boss that. They don't tell you that. They barely tell the other coworkers that. And you know something behind the scenes is not quite right. You got to know how to empower yourself in that area. What are other signs? You might be the newest person on the team, so you're already not a good fit. You know, you might be asked to work less on projects or they don't include you on projects that are supposed to be done. You've got to know that you're not liked. These are not your friends. Make the appropriate adjustments. And there are some times that you are on a job and you're just like, damn, I'm so glad that I met these people. I'm so glad that I met this person. My friend Cecily, we met under such dire conditions in 2018. And we are friends. I mean, we are good friends till this day. And I met her at a job. I met her at a workplace. My friend Jessica, same thing. You can meet amazing people at workspaces who end up being amazing friends in the future. And you create these long-lasting relationships. But you need to know. You need to know for sure that you're bringing the right people into the personal parts of your life. When you find yourself feeling like an outcast at a place, find yourself being misunderstood, pay attention to the culture of that place. A lot of places have toxic work cultures. And some people are so used to toxic environments that they don't recognize that the place that they're working in is toxic. Toxic people like toxicity and they know you are suffering. Stop trying to have rational conversations with people who don't give a fuck about you, your self-esteem and your peace of mind. It's a new day, y'all. Listen, it is 2023, almost 2024. How long are you going to put up with a place that treats you poorly or with people that treat you poorly? People lie. People legitimately lie about who they are in workspaces. Everyone, not everyone. Well, everyone sends an, let me, yeah, let me put it this way. Everyone sends in a resume about who they are. That's a representation of who they are. They have a whole. So who you are often dealing with at a place of work is an imposter, you know, but that being said, some people are out here acting like their coworkers don't like them for no reason. You need to self-reflect, bitch. Like you need to check yourself. Are you constantly always having problems with people? Are you selfish? Do you not know how to be a team player? Are you also the cause of someone else feeling insecure? Are you under-delivering? You don't know how to be a team player? Do you tell lies about other people or the amount of work that you've done? You know, in this day and age now, there's so many ways to measure team contribution, team participation. If someone's a team player, you can be a team player and not be have antisocial tendencies, right? I used to think that I was, there was a time I was working at a place where I was like, I need to make it clear that we are not friends. And we would go to the office and when the office manager or my direct boss would say, hey, we need to go to happy hours, you know, for, or do some kind of team bonding event. They would take us on cruises and I would just be like, nope, I never want these people to mistake me for their friends. I was so big on that. But I didn't understand that you can collaborate with people, still be friendly and cooperative with them, and it not be 
that you're quote unquote telling them your business and you can share parts about your life that are not that girl. I was so busy back then. I'm not sharing anything. I'm like, nope, you don't need to know shit. I don't care. But if you do care, you can still show up and be polite and civil and courteous. Those are things that you just, it's just not, it's the politics of the game. You just have to be civil with people, but don't get me wrong. If you're out here stealing credit, you know, not being responsible, that's different. You need to decide what part of the fence you are on, right? Find out why. But the reason I'm making this particular podcast is to empower the person who believes that they're being isolated at work or they're unwelcome, that there are people who are sabotaging what they're doing. If you feel that way and you observe anything close to that, you and you know what the what a healthier version of your work would look like. If you feel that way, I never want to diminish what you're experiencing. But pay attention and act accordingly. They're not your friends. It's just the way it is. They're not your friends. Manage your expectations and pay attention to what those toxic traits look like, right? If they're not being accountable, they're playing a victim, they're bullying just pay attention. And if you have coworkers that you appreciate, which let them know, let them know, because in this day and age, people are so quick to call out people that they don't like. They will talk about people that they don't like, but people seldom send a message or a text or a glip or whatever to a person that they actually appreciate. Use your words. Way too easy to take advantage of a, or to take advantage of a, of a situation where you don't like someone and you act accordingly and you have your guards up. But when you find anybody that you appreciate, tell them. Tell them that you do. Let them know. Because in the workspace, in this day and age, especially post-COVID, it's getting rare. You guys, there's so many things we can talk about work. But we're not going to go on and on because guess what I got to do? I got to go to work. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go to Amazon, buy my book, my newest book, I Am More Than My Accent. And remember what I always say, it's up to you to make it a great day. Thank you for listening.